Thank you for joining us today at Miniature Wargaming Labs. I'm James. And I'm Brian. And so this is our out of order, very special episode about Nova Open. Now, Brian, why don't you be honest with me? Where did Nova Open touch you in your wallet? You know, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> Show me on, on this wallet. where Until you me. got to the food. <laughs> Boy, howdy, was the food expensive. <laughs> So let's talk about the real winners of Nova Open. We mentioned a little bit before uh, Universal Donut or Universal Deli, depending what sign you read, and Pizza Tatiana. The line was long at Universal Deli because their prices were affordable, and the boxes from that pizza place down Connecticut, just everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Everywhere. I would, like, every night I'd go to my room and there'd just be piles upon piles of pizza boxes. It was, uh, it was a sight to behold. <laughs> And the donuts one because they were probably selling those donuts for what a dollar fifty. Yeah. And they were yeah. just getting them from Costco. Uh, I think uh, so. We got the sausage, egg, and cheese like down near Dupont Circle. Mm -hmm. and it was like eight fifty. They were selling theirs for like three fifty. So it's yeah. like Starbucks prices, and it's like for the difference was it eight fifty versus three fifty worth? No. No. No, it was no, not. it wasn't. <laughs> Honestly, it was it felt like uh it tasted like a one of those microwave ones. Like being like they microwaved the patty. Yeah, and, like, that's that's, like, that's what it felt like. On a, but it was on a brioche bun. Like mm. Oh, that makes it all much better. That's I, right. Actually, actually I was kind of like my my sausage egg and cheese bun should be dense. It shouldn't be light and fluffy. It was it very be, light and fluffy. Yes. Yeah, too light. That's what my eggs are supposed to be. Yes, yes. exactly. <laughs> no, it was. Uh, I wouldn't go back there. It's good coffee, though. No. Yeah, coffee is good. So let's say, what was your highlight from Nova Open twenty twenty three? Because you bought the patch. Throw that on the bag. I bought the patch. Throw that on the bag. Um, I'd have to say just playing the Infinity Tournament. How did you do? Oh, I. Am beat. Um, I have been on the road for too long, and I did horribly. I won one game, in a roaring success of a game, ten to zero, and then every other game I scored zero points. So I did very bad. What What was your ranking coming out of this? I want to say forty, but I also want to say forty-two. Out of 46. <laughs> like I said, I did very well. Uh, I didn't get the bottom, though. So, I, so my... I did the Necromunda narrative mm -hmm. on Saturday. So, that's three games there. So, you have your morning game, your lunch game, and then your tea time game. Yes. And uh, I lost every game. And so, let, let me take my thoughts out of it. The reason I signed up for it, because I went to the 2019. No, it was the last one I went to. I went to the Necromunda. People, this is the old event space. So we were like, kind of like six tables off to the side of the Warhammer. People were constantly walking by us, bumping into us. It's like, oh yeah, oh, yeah and you get a spot too. Okay. Here's your three tables. Kill, Kill Team, first edition was still out and strong in 2019. So it was yeah. getting all the love. The guys were playing played at a very high level, but it was like 1,500 points, skirmish points, show up intoxicated, and play. And that I won one game. game, and I got best painted. 
we brought all our models and we had to layer models out and judges from Nova open staff, the old staff came by. The See, three judges cool. concurred and said, you are best next month you painted and they gave you a certificate and there was so much prize support. Like we went around and double picked if like you got best painted or first place. Like the guy got more prize support. So this one, I didn't win a single game, but he ran it as campaign which we've never done we always just do drop in skirmish it, it we do high, the very basic of the basicness which is what i wanted come out there have fun talk about the models mm-hmm. and uh no this yeah was, you wanted to hang out with other people uh, that buy the miniatures that you buy and so it was like now how what are your territories what bonuses do your territories have are you going to spend how much meat did you collect are you going to spend that meat to upgrade your characters take your starvation roll like, oh my god, if I wanted to play a game of accounting, I'd be in the battle They were tech literally room. using every single rule <laughs> in every single one of the books. Not not every rule, but a lot of them. Oh, <laughs> so they just left out the ones that they, they thought were extra. They, they ran the um, Dark Uprising, so like the cannibalistic campaign, when okay. they introduced the... Um, Cannib- meaty the, boys? Yeah, who the... Like to eat people. The corpse grinders? Yeah, when they introduced... The Corpse Grinder Cults. They, uh, so that was the campaign we were running. And uh, I didn't get Best Painted. I don't even know when the Best Painted judging happened. Um, yeah. But it's just, this guy I know got Best Painted. And these people who all... It was more like if you dropped into someone's local campaign club and said, hey, can I play today? And they said, sure. So it's like you having a conversation, looking in. like, And people are like, how did you do on your reputation? I don't know. I don't know what that is. I just marked one. And they said, well, there's no way you could have only one reputation. Okay, how many should I have? At least four. I'll mark four. <laughs> don't care. I have four. <laughs> but what did don't, you spend it on? Nothing. <laughs> I didn't. But how do you win if you don't spend it? You know what? I knew I wasn't going to win. <laughs> but, you know, I got to play a game of Ash Waste. Had there a guy you go. There that, he, he was there to play Ash Waste. So he brought vehicles. And the uh, host brought, like, 30 vehicles that, like, he customized up from different kits. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I'll take that one, and you're going to be my vehicle. So I got to learn vehicles, so I got that. But uh, I played, got to get Black Powder Red Earth. I played uh, the Saturday Night In-Country game. I got second in that. Nice. And I played one game at the uh, charity tournament. Uh Today, today is Sunday, um, so the tournament's winding down. Everyone's tearing down the booths, but the, I noticed mo- if it wasn't Infinity or like the more Marvel Crisis Protocol, the, the big the players, bigger, yeah. yeah, the bigger, smaller games. The, those tournaments, Blood Bowl was big. Yeah, that now, was surprising. That's surprisingly yeah. big. That was a big turnaround from last time I was here. But if it wasn't that. What you were actually doing is all these guys showed up and they said, we're going to do big, long narrative game tournaments. Like, John was going to run his new Spearhead expansion that hasn't even... Like, your first chance to play the Spearhead expansion. Oh, fancy. The third, the third series of this. Like, okay. Everyone showed up and it's like 10 people. So he, like, filled out. And like, Have any of you ever played? And it's like, one guy. Said, okay, so we're going to run some demo games. And then we're going to play one game, and then you're all going to leave. So everyone came in to learn how to play the game. 
Yeah, but he gave us like um the knife. They fit in the box, but they're, like they're the spearhead campaign and like the poster. And he gave us enough copies. He put both sides up. The new maps and the new rules. Oh, nice. And he gave us challenge coins made out of like nickel. He actually bought like the not, not like the lead ones that are coated, but like the nice challenge coins. The, like, the nice ones. So it's like I paid ten bucks. I got stuff that will only be released at Nova Open 2023 and a challenge coin that co- that had to cost more than 10 bucks. Oh, yeah. Those the, that sounds like a very nice challenge coin. So, and the, the challenge coin is always that's always a good price for it. So, I go to in country, pay 10 bucks to go to that and the other tournament. They just start handing out miniatures to everybody and like their new stuff. Like just off the pre-order. They want you to play. Yeah, they were just handy. It's like ten bucks. I, at with second place, I walked with away with over a hundred bucks, in in country miniatures. On the Saturday tournament. That's impressive. On the Sunday tournament, they gave us more miniatures for ten Jeez. bucks. Jeez. All right. Then you take that with the dwarf. I got the, so my wife bought me the dwarf Nova, just filled, more in country miniatures. Of course. Uh, stuff Games Workshop can't sell, so yep. Underworld. Yep. <laughs> so Underworld it's, starter box. It's always Underworld. So it's like, Necromunda, know what I got for 60 bucks? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I got three games. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> well, I mean, you got three games. What are they, like, fun? Four. You know, some are better than others. Some are better than others. That's, uh, that's how I feel about my experience as well. Some <laughs> games were better than others. <laughs> well, so how did you... So... How did you find the level of play at your Infinity Tournament? Because, so you were in one of the more established, everyone showed up there knowing that this is a serious tournament, and yes. everyone could play. Okay. Yes, where, so, like, if I go to the one in uh, Denver, it's very, hey, we're just here to play the game. Like, there's going to be three three competitive people, and they're going to win, and everybody else is just here for a good time. This one felt very... Very serious. So the guy that won second in Interplanetary, which is the biggest uh, Infinity Tournament in the world, uh, in Vigo, Spain, where the company is based. Um, so he won second at that event as well. <laughs> and then there always a bridesmaid, never a bride. <laughs> that's funny because they gave him a sash that said bridesmaid. No, <laughs> they did. That was his. That was his president. And they, that, yeah. So the, we started the tournament with that. And then he got second, so he's just like, this is for real. <laughs> He'll never be good. <laughs> yeah. He'll never be good enough. He's, he's good enough to beat me at any point, but he's not good enough to get first. Other randoms will come and go, and you'll always be second. <laughs> always be second. <laughs> um, but a lot, all the players that I had were very nice and cordial, but they were, they were there to win. And it didn't feel like I got to play anybody that was just, like, there to have fun. Yeah. I mean, they they think what they're doing is fun, and that's, you know, that's them having fun. But it wasn't, like, me going to one every other big Infinity Tournament where people are just there to play the game, roll some dice, get drunk, and hang out with friends. So that's so I'll say when I my the Saturday tournament in country, no one really knew how to play. Like a couple of people read the rules. So the winner was like this thirteen year old kid from upstate New York. Like 
him and his dad came down and they were there playing and it's like hey 13 year old kid first place here's some more free minis good job they called my name say james second place and like and they all just start staring oh there's not another james oh okay this is a new experience <laughs> it's <laughs> me <laughs> so when we did the um friendly tournament this morning i go up and said okay let's let's go face off yeah so was he really as solid on the rules as you expect to first place? No. And this is like the charity tournament. So we sat down and like we got to the end. Like I got two guys left, but I'm set up on the objective. Ray, your version of um, Stan Overwatch. Yeah. Machine guns ready to go as he's got to charge and get to the objective. Then, uh, then. He has to touch the objective without dying with the same guy for two rounds as my guys just shoot at him. So he decides, he saw me do close quarters battle, and so he comes up, swing in, and I win. I kill him. He said, you know what? That was a risky move. But if, you, if he'd done it, it paid off. But I think what you really meant to do, why don't you put him back over there? I think what you really meant to do was walk over here and shoot my guys. So he goes over there and murders my guys. And he's like, well, you got two rounds left. You would have just walked over there and touched it. Good job. He goes, I win. I win. Yes, you won. Good job, guy. <laughs> you did it. You did the thing. You did it. How does that make then, you feel? And then I left. It's like, I've had enough, Kate. It's noon. I'm going to get something to eat. These guys, they played until like six. Just like, let's use Black Sight Studio to terrain. Way better than I thought it would be. It's absolutely amazing. When you get amazing. that much... Yeah, when you get that much terrain of it together in tables, like, you know what, this is a nice composition. Oh, it's yeah, something. no. I, I wish w- they'd been there. I, I, Me too. They were at ReaperCon, so maybe we just have to go to ReaperCon. What, but, are, your, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, I want to go. Okay. okay, what were you going to say? Uh, no, their stuff is absolutely amazing. Uh, it is, they just released a dock, and the dock has a whole bunch of, like, different things. You can do everything. It's modular. Well, they have that MCP on the subway. Yeah. They're the first ones. That, I remember seeing that subway and said, that's cool. That's yeah. A, that's a $350 statement piece right there. Yes. But it looks great. Once you get it on the table, it looks absolutely amazing. Oh. Um, so that was one of the things we talked by, and we're going to make this a short episode, but would you go back? If ReaperCon weren't on the table, would you go back? Because um, for you, for us, ReaperCon's a day drive. For me, I would go to Nova just because you're I in the work. area. Yeah, I, I work in the area, so I can like get the hotel covered and like all the transportation covered. But for you, ReaperCon's a day drive away. Yes, and a bit more affordable. Um, if Sean were to pay for me again, probably not. Really? If he yeah. said, do you want to go back, I'll pay for it. it. Okay, it depends. Yes, if it's the only thing I'm doing. Because me coming straight from here, straight to here, from Denver, when I was at uh, the Krug, I am tired. I am very, very tired. Uh, And uh, so if it's the only thing I'm doing, yeah, I'd come back. Yeah, But if if there's, like, multiple things happening all at once, mm, nope. mm, So if if you had your private jet? And took advantage of the uh, time delay to fly back and forth between ReaperCon and here. And like, oh, and of it, course, yeah. yeah. That way you could take a nap on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I was there the whole time. <laughs> I was at both places at the same time. <laughs> so, I guess for me, I think I would 
change some of the events I did. Yeah. I uh, I enjoyed the vendor area more. I think they need to work out some of the kinks because there were some of those vendors you had to take a couple times through. Yeah. To get a feel for where they were and where they were hidden. Yeah, because there was like the Warsenal was downstairs next to the Infinity. There was there was the the vendor room was very small. Yeah, that but was, that, the demo tables became their own vending. So it's like yes. the places you could buy stuff weren't all in one room. It was everywhere. It was, yeah. It felt like it was all over the convention. Which is... You know, that's eh. not... I think, like, I bought Polyversal. So, like, any game that was there that was Big Stompy Robots, 6 million, 15, I bought. Yeah, I just... I bought. So it's like, would I have bought Polyversal if it was, like, people bumping in behind me? Like, if they weren't in the demo hall with, like... The guy had a 4 by 8 table with his display stand and the signs. Yeah. Um, the Zeo Genesis guys took off too early. I kept... They were always doing demos. Like, that whole demo hall, like Black Powder, uh, Polyversal, Zeo Genesis, a Warcrow, the Warcrow demo was going on there. They were always busy. Always. Yeah, I got it. I got in a demo of Warcrow right before the tournament. Like, I, we literally got to the, the last point in the demo... When they called, when they called for first round, so that was literally the only time I could have got it. I did, so that's the only one I wanted to do. So what did what did you think? Because you actually got the seminars of all of um, Gutierrez. Yeah, Gutierrez. Um, we rode in the elevator together. We didn't oh. exchange words. Oh, I didn't feel it was necessary. <laughs> Trading air with a uh, a Spanish person. So I told him, hey. I'm from New Mexico. Did you hear about that one? <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm pretty sure he's been to New Mexico. Um, he's a bit dry. He's a lot drier than Carlos, who usually does the stuff. So it was a little hard for him because he's he's not very he's very quiet. He's a very quiet person. So it's very hard to hear him sometimes. Now I'm very excited. I like. Uh, I liked what I heard from the how he how he goes and like makes Infinity, and uh, what's coming out for Infinity. But it was a little hard to follow because I couldn't hear everything. Yeah. So my problem is I went with you to some of the Infinity ones, and when he talked, because he's a native Spanish speaker, English mm-hmm. is a second language, saying German words. So sometimes he was talking, and it's like, is that? A word he's messing up? Is that something from Infinity? Because I haven't read the lore. Yeah, you haven't so read like, the lore. What was that word he said? Did he mean to say that word? And what is its impact? There are some guys that, who are there, like, sitting in the aisle, nodding their head. Yeah, yeah, like, what? What did he say? I don't understand what's going on. Oh, yeah, that's that happened a lot for me. So, wasn't the best seminars I've been to for Corvus Belly. Uh, I think Gutier is an amazing, amazing person. Um, but there's there's a there's a reason that Carlos is the face of the company. Yeah, because I've seen him on YouTube, like with like the on tabletop guys, and it's yes. like jokes and he's very stuff. animated. Yeah, like he doesn't need a mic. Last time I saw him uh, was at Adepticon, and he didn't use a mic for a room double the size. Wow, that's so, impressive. Yeah, and you know he, he's same uh, Spanish native speaker and has a heavy accent. But, you know, he, he does it. You know what? He's got to up his PowerPoint game. If you're yes. going to rely on PowerPoint, you got to be smooth with it. So. 
I do PowerPoint all the time. You got to up this game. You gotta can't up your let game. it fall asleep. Yeah, exactly. And I did. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. Uh, it, was, it was a good convention. They, he's got one Nova Open down. We'll see about Nova Open 2024. They already started putting up the signs. They did. For it. So uh, I'll see if Aaron buys me another ticket. Uh, to come back here. The Labor Day kind of messes with my travel schedule because I've got to work every day regardless. Yes. So I was going to bed at midnight, getting up at 5, um, and then doing everything. So. Yeah, after we're done here, I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> we're, we are literally cleaning up right now. We are, yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, I think that's all we're going to do for this short one. And we'll go put that up tonight. I've got more interviews to do. We've got more yes. game designers coming up here. Sweet. I've got more Ford World. Too much Ford World stuff to too go through. You, too yeah, it's so a lot of Ford World stuff. I mean, when I talk to my wife and you tell her, I spent, well, you know, $100. $100, that's what I Yeah, you just spent $100, <laughs> which is a lot. That, you know what? That is a decent chunk of resin at Ford World. Yeah. You know what? You know how much at 6 the six millimeter, fifteen millimeter, like metal, like polyversal and steel riffs and everything. How much a hundred dollars buys you? It's like Yeah. Can I do I how much is that? I've got two full factions, expansions, that'll be a hundred and twelve dollars. You're kidding, right? Like Okay. It's a great deal. <laughs> yeah, no little it's, it turns out the little miniatures the smaller the miniatures the the less they cost. <laughs> well, you know what? When uh, Warhammer Epic, 40k Epic, whatever they call it, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll break well, that rule. We'll break that rule apart. <laughs> 40k always will. Games Workshop will always break that. They're kind of like the Mongols of the gaming industry. Yes. You can't conquer Russia in winter unless you're a Mongol. Yes. So, so <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to be it for this very special episode of Finish War Gaming Labs. I'm James. And I'm Brian. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you.